Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, May the 7th in 2020 on When I Rise. We're in year A in the fifth Sunday of Easter. And on Thursdays, we like to tackle the New Testament text for the week. And the New Testament text for this week is 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 2 through 10. It's kind of interesting how uh, throughout the season of Easter, the New Testament text has been going backwards through a book instead of forwards through a book. And so we're going back in time a little bit to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 2 through 10. So I'll read the passage, provide a couple points of reflection, then spend some time praying along its theme. Thanks for making this party of morning on Winter Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise, meet God together in a time of prayer. First Peter chapter 2, verses 2 through 10. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to Him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to Him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and a precious cornerstone. And the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are a people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. This is the word of God for us. Once again, we find a place in scripture where two different types of people are presented those who choose to believe and those who choose to reject Christ. This is the two pathways that we see in all the scripture text. There's a way that leads to life and there's a way that leads to death. And so Peter is ministering to the people of God and he says that you are new in your faith. Like in like newborn babies, you need to crave this pure spiritual milk that comes from the scripture text, which nourishes your understanding and your knowledge of what it means to know and to love God. And he makes this reference that is repeated again and again in the Old Testament about the cornerstone of a building that was initially rejected, but has then been discovered to be the most critical piece of life. And now there's an old Midrash tale that when King Solomon had ordered all the stones to be gathered for the original temple in Jerusalem, that uh, when the stones came in, uh, they, they were marvelous. They all looked like they fit together, but then there was one that was a little bit larger than the rest, and it didn't look like it belonged. And so uh, the builders initially pushed that stone down the Kidron Valley, the steep valley down below. And only later did they realize that all the whole building's design hinged upon that stone. It was initially rejected, but then after people saw what was missing, it was embraced as the most important piece. And this is what we see is a a rhetorical edge in the New Testament. Jesus was rejected by others. He was scorned by those whom he came to save. But to those who have been awakened, to those who have tasted and have known the power that's in Jesus' name and the preciousness of his gospel, of the love 
and the beauty of the Lord that we find within his message. Jesus has become the chief cornerstone, all that we build our lives upon. Notice again, like how this, there's a repetition of precious, wonderful. There's uh, a cherishing words uh, within this, uh, this passage today. And I, I just want to impress that challenge upon us. We can intellectually know the claims of faith, but not cherish the one whom we claim to believe in. So today, that's my challenge for us, is to cherish Jesus, to cherish God's words, to cherish our time in prayer, to cherish God's people, to cherish the work that God gives us to do. Let it be uh, said about us that that, uh, there was a certain buzz about us, there's some energy that pulsed through our beings and through our communities. Whenever it came to the Lord, uh, that people would know that He was first among all the loves that we might have in life. So my encouragement from Scripture today is that we cherish who Jesus is. So let's pray a prayer this morning, asking God to give us the grace to cherish Him and to cherish all of His ways, to cherish His Word and to cherish the work that He gives us. Let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you today that you've created us to be desiring beings, that we're not just thinking beings, that we're not just doing beings, but deep within us, uh, we uh, desire, We uh, our attention is captured, uh, we have a ranking of loves, and there are loves which cause us to get things done, and there are loves that cause us to unravel everything in our life in order to start over. We think of that when it comes to Jesus. Jesus, you are the desired of the nations, as the scripture says, and we desire you in our hearts. We thank you that you give us the grace to cherish you and to cherish your works and to cherish your words and to cherish your people. And so God, today we repent. We ask that you would help us in those ways in which our loves are disordered and other things take a penultimate place within us besides you. God, we change our minds and we ask that we could start all over. God, we ask that there be happen, happenings today, different things that happen uh, among us as we are with our families or if uh, we're working with co-workers or if we encounter the stranger today uh, that cause us to see Jesus. And as we see Jesus, uh, that our lives would open up and that our love would abound and that our hearts would swell with faith as we consider this new way of life that we've been so graciously called into. Jesus, we declare that you're the chief cornerstone, that you're the one in whom all of life leans upon. And so today we pray that we might see the fruit of that reality in our lives, that fruit in our communities, and that fruit in the entire cosmos, that you are God and there is no one else like you. So God, shine your light upon us, draw near to us, allow your presence to overwhelm us this day, catch us up by your grace, and allow us to cherish you deeply. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.